Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. shit. Yo, yo. How you yo. doing? I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. <laughs> yes, because I went from... LA for the weekend mm-hmm. at Sephora straight into fashion week. Oh, Yay. Best time in your Literally, life. Literally like right? Pierre Moss was like Sunday night when I got back. So Well, how was the show though? Um I actually didn't go to the show. I was supposed to do backstage, but one of my colleagues was doing this. So I was like, all you girl. Mm-hmm. Um but the show was was dope. I don't know if you saw the collection, the partnership yes. with Reebok. Mm-hmm. Um there's a few things in there that I definitely am like Oh really? I have to I, look at I it. I mean again. I don't I don't shop Pierre Moss because I'm poor. <laughs> yes, but it is very expensive. I shop Zara, mm-hmm. and even then, I'd be like, "Ooh, like, am I gonna really? Price, if I really price. gonna pay eighty nine dollars for this top? <laughs> I'm a cheap bitch. Like, I'll be trying to spend no money on yes. nothing. No. Also, too, you know, I'm trying to make ninety percent of my purchases black owned by the end of oh. 2020. That is really and Zara smart. is going to be in that 10% because I oh, can't yeah. give up Zara. I'm like, when, when I need a pencil dress mm-hmm. for something that's happening like the next day, I need to be able to go to Zara. Zara to and... Yeah, I'm just going to say Zara for now. I'm not going to include anybody else in that. For now, I'm just saying Zara, I'm not giving up. And they haven't done anything like racially fucked up as far as I know. Well, hold up. So, they, weren't they the ones who did... The, oh, no. The oh. shoes were not Zara. Who was the, the woman? No, that was Gucci. Yeah, no, uh-uh. You talking about that Katy Perry? Yes. Those, Katie, that was Katy Perry yeah, that one Zara? Remember the lips. That was Gucci. Yeah, that was Gucci. That was, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. No, no. Zara, thus far, have not done anything to piss off the black and brown <laughs> folk. And I'm, I'm really hoping Zara, if anybody who works for Zara ever listens to this show, please just make sure y'all don't. Because I really don't want to have to stop shopping Zara. We do like Zara. Which is why I'm like, H&M, I'm not putting in that hole. I'm still going to shop H&M because I'm yeah. like, ooh, they got some really good collections yeah. out right now. They Banana. got some really dope stuff right now. But... Uh, yeah, H&M, they have the, They've had their moment. They've had their moment. Yeah. I think the issue is just people... When brands, when that happens, like no one wants to just come out and just be like, yeah, this is pretty messed up. We really, really do need to look at who we've got working on our teams mm-hmm. and the lack of diversity there. Like no one wants to just say that yeah. because then they that, that makes them way too accountable. But I think it's weird because we, I think we talked about this before, apologies. Like when the, someone else issued an apology recently about And they're someone. always bullshit. Why are they they're so bad? They're so empty. And then you think, it's P- <laughs> who is writing this? Are PR people not living in the world? Like what? And then everyone's like, uh, be authentic. And you, you know, because it's all program, it's all smoke and mirrors. You know, this authentic. It's good to be authentic authentically yourself when you're like owning your beauty and you're like I'm independent and I can do this and I can do that I'm just mm-hmm. myself but then when it comes to just fucking up no one wants to really get out there <laughs> just and just be like yeah I totally smoked crack that day and then did X, Y, and Z why is that? actually I- no they probably, they might admit to smoking crack oh, they won't admit yes. to racism Yeah, they cause won't. smoking crack gives you an excuse it's like I wasn't myself cause it was on crack <laughs> but also too, it, I think it, it makes it so that no one can have real conversations around these issues like, because people come up with these BS responses of like apologies actually to when they make a mistake. And it's like everyone makes mistakes. We talked about this. But I also wanted to ask you because if you said that you're trying to make all your purchases 90% 90% black, black owned. By when? The end of 2020. So then because I I don't you know better than I. And I've looked at because on um some, on essence they'll feature like jewelry designers. They had something where it was like a number of jewelry designers you could buy who were black owned. Mhm. 
some of those they're expensive they're always expensive I'm gonna tell you something you have to be committed to doing it because it's always going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like we go to that uh, Leslie Classic Wines mm-hmm. on Fifth Avenue, giving yes, them a big shout out. Did. They did not pay for this plug, <laughs> but they are a black owned yes, liquor store. This is like, true. kind of in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. close enough close that if I want the wine yes. that bad, I'm going to go. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, that's hard to be like, I can't get that three buck chuck. <laughs> You know, they got that $4 organic one. Oh, I thought we were allowed to go to Trader Joe's. Uh, but I'm going to try to phase that out eventually okay, and make okay. it 100% black owned. But, oh, my God. Right. But, and it's like we know we're going to spend more money. I'm not going to be able to get three buck chuck or mm-hmm. four buck organic chuck. That's it true. is what it is. But part of the reason why the black owned places are more expensive is because they are charged more yeah. for the same stuff. But mm-hmm. like, there's a black owned beauty supply store in Crown Heights. Mm-hmm. And they were on the verge of closing down because they um you know if if someone has the option of going across the street or down the block to get the same hair for half the price mm-hmm. they do that mm-hmm. they don't care about whether or not it's black owned and mm-hmm. putting that money back into our community mm-hmm. they're like i ain't got money like that so yeah. you trying to charge 60 dollars for this hair and so and so lead down the street is charging 30 because the koreans have a lock mm-hmm. a lock on the beauty supply industry. Mm-hmm. Like they it's to the point where it's like they can't even get the stuff. People will not even vend with them. Mm-hmm. And then the few that will charge them I'm talking astronomically more than they do the Koreans because the Koreans are like, nah, shut them out. This is our game. Mm-hmm. Even though black folks are the the probably ninety five percent of the people who are purchasing from us. Wow. And we go and we we place ourselves in the middle of their communities and then treat them like shit when they come into the store, by the mm-hmm. way. We make them either leave their bags at the door mm-hmm. or we follow them around the store. We look in their bags before they leave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then they said part of um, when you're building out the um, the beauty supply store, part of the specs for an actual store is that you have to place the register on a certain height level that you can see above. So oh, like that you can see from above. All, yeah, yeah, why they're higher so you can see people to make sure the black folks ain't stealing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So uh, I say that to say mm-hmm. that it's a it's a commitment to say I am going to spend this much more money but I'm keeping this money in the community. Yeah. And I think to your point, I think too, is knowing that it's so expensive, everyone can't afford that. So if you're in a place where you can do that, like you said, yeah, and like, I'm not, I'm yeah. poor, but or, or like my, there are little ways, like you said, <laughs> Leslie, Leslie's wine, you can go every now and then and get a bottle of wine from them instead of going to Trader Joe's and getting something from them. It's also, they're closer than Trader Joe's. I don't know if they're more, they're closer. Yeah. It wouldn't matter for me. I mean, you know, yeah, I, you I and I collect a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. I drink a lot of wine and I keep a lot of wine bottles. I think I have like 73 bottles in the house right now. Oh, impressive. So, and that's impressive. not including the champagne in this room. Yeah, and um, you have that new <laughs> thing on the wall where you have to sort of start collecting. Well, I'm doing like the expensive bottles will go on that one. Oh, fancy. The pricier bottles. Right fancy. now, I literally have one bottle up there. And <laughs> I think I just put it up there because the thing was empty because that bottle was like 30 bucks. <laughs> Like, that wasn't like a pricey bottle. It was $30. How much would you pay for a bottle of wine? Oh, I don't don't think I care. I think just it depends on how good it is. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that there's a limit. I mean, there's a limit. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to spend couch money on a, a bottle mm-hmm. of wine. That's true. Uh, not, not now. Like, mm-hmm. when I get to that point, I yeah. damn for sure it's will. Like, oh, this is a $300 bottle of 300? wine. 300? Which I'm is talking, not even couch money. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm talking $1,200. Oh, like, my word. I'm here for it. He's like, can we just have a little job? You'll give us, like, little thimbles. Yeah, I'd be like, that's $50. Yeah, like, it's $50. <laughs> that was $50 worth, by Liquid the way. Liquid gold. That, that okay. like eighth of an ounce that you just drank oh my god yeah no i'm not here for sharing and i'm not here for just looking at them either mm-hmm. i drink them shit just yeah. like the cuban cigars oh i smoked those cubans yeah how, what did you do with the ones <laughs> i guess after, is there a way to rehydrate them in a sense when they dry out not when they get dried out to that level but mm-hmm. that's why it makes sense to get like the little uh humidor mm-hmm. they have those little you know the little household the humidors you can put them in. Yeah, yeah. Al didn't want to purchase one because he thought that he had a. System. Are they expensive? No, they're mm. not. We could have gotten one in Cuba for super cheap. Oh yeah. So yeah, remember that mm-hmm. CUCs. Yep. I think I'm gonna do that too. I think I'm gonna try to because I've noticed that myself. I want to get some jewelry, and I'm trying to look at ways to do it cheaper. But yeah. I'm also like getting sort of veering more towards like black owned and like how can I sort of do my and I want to do that. How can I support my people and yeah. sort of, you know, put Well, it's money funny back. because remember we were talking about that article in Refinery where Channing was getting dragged in the comments. Oh, yes. What was she, she said, well, she was talking about appropriation mm-hmm. and how it was, it was with the nameplates or whatever, how now nameplates oh, have like, become yes. like a thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's trendy, and then all these uh, white designers and white jewelry designers are making them and charging all this money, mm-hmm. and now white folks want to buy it, and it's trendy, and it's cute, and it's mm-hmm. chic, but when black people were wearing them, it was just ghetto, it yeah. was just hood, and I was like, yeah, the people were really angry in the comments, like, oh, really? Uh, she was talking about gold, and like, wearing lots of gold. Exactly. And, then, and they were like, oh, oh, so now black people want to claim that wearing gold is their thing? <laughs> and people were just being really ridiculous, and I'm like, you're not reading what she's actually actually saying you just want to be angry about something which is the way in this country so that's how that goes but i say that to say yes you should buy black especially when it comes to things like jewelry and things that culturally like we did Mm -hmm. and then you know when the white folks decide they want to take it over and start doing it now it becomes oh this is chic oh now you should spend all this money Mm -hmm. and then it's like things like nameplates where yeah we used to buy a nameplate for like 50 60 dollars you know, on Canal Street or <laughs> on Fulton Street or on the, on Jamaica Ave mm-hmm. at the Coliseum or whatever. And then it becomes chic and it becomes trendy because Jeremy Scott puts it on his runway. Yeah. Jeremy Scott's charging $350 for that nameplate. Exactly. It's not actual e- e- real gold. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, we first of all, we be innovating mad shit. Yeah. So that's the first of all. But again, it's like, let's not just have it when those things, right? It should be everything. Black folks, I'm sure, are out here making wine. Actually, there's a there's a uh, brand called Black Girl Magic Wine. Oh, I bought some bottles from really? them. Really? Yeah. I, I sent away for them. Like, I had them shipped to me. Hold on, so oh, they, it's great. Where they, are they I have from? A, I have the Riesling still, and then we drank that red blend. Um, it was really good. What, oh, did I, I have drink, some of it? I don't know. Oh. I <laughs> by myself. Um, it was really good. Uh, I forget where the vineyard is. Somewhere in, like, Middle America or Florida or some Oh, that's shit. amazing. I think Florida. Um, but yeah, so it's like stuff like that where it's like, yeah, it doesn't just have to be the name plates and the stuff where we buy black. It's mm-hmm. like, let's, we can buy all that other stuff black too. Black people out here making wine. Yeah. Black people out here, we know making clothes. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the old one. Um, but black people out here making skincare. Yeah. Like, 
we and know so, black yeah. people out here hair, makeup. Hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hair, that's a whole nother channel. Yeah. Let's not even get into it. It's a lot um, of things. But that black way. people out here making like things that you don't even think about when you go to purchase. Hmm, could I get this black owned? Yeah. I'm like, where's the black owned mousetrap company? <laughs> like, I'm dead ass. Like, like so I want to. I want to get down to the most like like the minutia and the most obscure. Like, you see these toothpicks? Black owned. Honestly, Black owned right? Yeah. Like, like what kind of toothpaste are we buying? Yep. Or at the least, maybe we're buying it. Um, you know, ugh, I have a quip. Um, so <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a subscription service. But um, yeah, maybe we're buying um Sensodyne, but mm-hmm. we get it from Black Pharmacy. Yeah, exactly. You know, we go now. We only go to Black supermarkets. I love me some Trader Joe's, but I'm willing to give it up. Uh, that would be to go black. You know, little kids, no more Crayola. It's the Black owned. You better give it the crayon case. Yeah, the crayon case. <laughs> What's on super? No, it's makeup. It's makeup. It just looks like crayons and stuff. No more Elmer's glue. What is it? Jerome's. I don't know. Who's, you who's, wrong who's good? for saying Jerome's. Derek's. Derek's. Yeah. Jerome's. Like, you got to say some Derek's? Oh, no. Well, we good. were trying to find, like, um, black-owned bars in Brooklyn. Oh, like, uh, isn't there one in Fort Greene? There's a bunch. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a Brooklyn bunch. Brooklyn Moon is black-owned. Yeah, Brooklyn Moon. Um, BK9, I think, is black-owned. I'm pretty sure. It's Where's Jamaican. On Fulton Street, we've gone there a bunch. They have those really good uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, we should <laughs> get some Brussels sprouts. It's Jamaican. Um, BK9, I'm pretty sure, is black-owned. Um, I don't know about Best Eye Fish Fry, but they changed up their whole, like, look in there, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, they're kind of like a, it's almost like buffet style now. It's not a bar. But there was also, it was like Brooklyn Wine something. It's on Fulton, like near. I think I know. Near, like, Franklin. near uh Yeah, yeah, near, like, Franklin. I think that one's black owned. Okay. But we were, I was just trying to find ones that have, like, that, that vibe that mm-hmm. I want, that ambiance that I want. Yes. That I can go to consistently. That would be good. Yes, we yeah. should definitely like happy venture. hour, brunch, whatever. But th- I think there are enough mm-hmm. that we can definitely keep that in the community. Of, of course, you go to Harlem, and then you've got them in Harlem. Exactly. But I'm not going all the way up to Harlem. Harlem every time is far. I want to We're in Brooklyn. I'm Sorry. not going every We're time I want a damn drink. Sorry. No, we'll find some, and we will <laughs> frequent those, and that'll be you know I'm going to take on that. Go. I think Ray's on Myrtle. It's Jamaican. Ray's W R A Y S. And I know. Um, I was going to say Pecan. Pecan is in Oakland. Um, the the soul food place. Oh, on Vanderbilt? No, on Myrtle. Where is Myrtle? You know I'm bad at uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm like, what, what well, do you I'm want to think where? Like DeKalb, Willoughby, Myrtle. Like, I'm, I'm, like I'm talking like Clinton Hill. With oh, Pratt. Oh, okay. That area. Oh, no, no. I don't Myrtle. remember that. There's a, um, damn, what's the name of this Damn, I can't remember the name of this place, but it's also black owned. It's like bougie soul food. It's pricey. These places are pricey. Like what about Ray's that place is not that, cheap. Uh, is that the place that me, you, and I walked to? That we where's that place? Remember we tried to walk. It was near the A on this the Franklin. The it was near the C on like Franklin Street. Remember oh, that one day no, it was more. You're talking about near Voodoo Lounge. Oh, um, Mrs. Something's. It's like a Jamaican spot too. I think and the so. bomb ass Jamaican yeah, breakfast. It was, it was, it was nice. really hot. Yes, it was really hot. Uh, I can't remember inside. the name, but I know what you're talking about. And we That's ended up getting that chicken. Owned. We ended up getting those chicken, which was way too salty. And I think Voodoo was also black owned, but I think Voodoo closed. Voodoo Lounge mm-hmm. on Nostrand. Yeah, um, but I mean, this Brooklyn's so big. Brooklyn is that huge. there's just there's. I mean, obviously too, we're not going to Bushwick. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm not. It's far. It's far. Listen, for all you guys listening, if you don't understand like the geography of New York, yes. we live in Brooklyn. I live in Sunset Park, yeah. and Stanley lives in the very next neighborhood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess they're calling Greenwood. It's Goddamn like damn gentrification. Sunset Park. It's Sunset yeah. fucking mm-hmm. Park. Um, and then we have a friend who lives in Bushwick, and Bushwick is goddamn far. Yeah. Okay. You always say, is damn are you guys clean. close? You guys live in yeah, Brooklyn? Yeah, it's like, like no. no, we're nowhere near Bushwick. It's like, like we're in South Brooklyn, and I don't know what part of she's Brooklyn like Bushwick would be considered. North, West, East, who knows? Yeah. Like I'm like West Brooklyn. Like, but she's almost near Queens. It's, it's almost is, Queens. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, no. People still are probably like, what does that they mean? They don't get it. It yeah. just means she lives damn far. It <laughs> yeah. means it's a forty dollar Uber ride. Exactly. We could. I could walk be there. in Midtown Manhattan for that kind exactly. of money. Maybe exactly. even Harlem. And the trains are not. It's not like a train going. Oh right God, there that's the thing. There's no like direct train from yeah. like certain parts of Brooklyn to other parts of Brooklyn. Yeah. And then the so trains that like, do connect meet you me suck. Four Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like no one's taking the L to G to get to you, girl. You got no. You got to take the G well, to the Well, that's the worst L. part because it's like, where am I catching the G? I'd have to get it from the R. Mm-hmm. I literally have to take three trains. Yeah, you would have to hop on the D, switch over to the R, and then switch over to the G. Right? And then the L. Oh hell, and then the L. <laughs> uh-uh. He's talking four I forgot trains, about bro. the L. He's talking we, four trains. When we bro. lived in Prospect Heights, I had we I had to take. Well, I only had to take the C to the L. But now I have to take the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. an easy connection. That was easy. That's that's super. It's easy. But to it get was from going Prospect further Heights into Brooklyn, Brooklyn, further into Brooklyn, yeah. and then taking the train and then going back into Brooklyn. No, like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, because you have to take it. I had to go all the way to Atlantic Turn. What's that stop? No, you have to go to the, the junction. The junction, right? Which is further into Brooklyn. Yes, but so and is then, Bushwick. That's going towards the same direction. But then when I take the L, I have to go back into Brooklyn. You're not. No, you're just going across. But it's still more. Clo- it's still closer to Manhattan, is what I'm saying. It's not, not really. Yeah, because not really. The junction's like more. The junction's more east. Yeah, Bushwick is more west. Yeah, you don't get it though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're not going like uh, further uh, away from Manhattan. You're just going across. You're going further into Brooklyn and then across. Oh, okay. I have to look at a map. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's just it's just down and across for that one. That why that's why that was an easier commute. That's why the trains connect so easily. Yeah, no, I know because I was like, anywhere I can get the L, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that to get to her place. Well, we but don't yeah. go to her place much. Yeah, so. we don't. <laughs> We'd be but, like, meet me in Fort Greene. <laughs> but what you, what you have me thinking of? Have you seen? Um, did you see the last episode of Black, um, Black Lady Sketch Show? I don't know because I've been like traveling. It's oh, been a little so crazy, bad. so what I was, don't. What was the last I've episode watched, you saw? Um, I don't remember. What? I, uh, I don't know. Well, I saw. Oh, this. I watched the Romeo and Juliet one. Yes, I did, did watch you like that, that one? Yeah. So there's one and more then, after that, I believe. I, then I think we watched it then. So you watched the one where they were in the courthouse. Yes. Oh, I thought. Yes, the black I, lady courtroom. Yeah, I yes, thought that episode was, was really, really good. Yeah, a black lady courtroom, and it made me think of yeah. Uh, and they had another episode which was about appropriation, didn't they? Um. That episode. Oh, it just went out of my head. But I love that like, episode. I don't remember. And how it was just about them being in this environment where everyone's they black. Like black women. Yeah, too. black women. They was like, oh, how this melody is popping. It was so. It was really. really <laughs> and then when the guy came in, he's like, ladies. And he's like, does anybody have any Carmex? They don't have any. The white guy in the She pulls it out of her bra. It was so good. I thought I. <laughs> we don't keep Carmex in our bra. Like, you don't. You no, don't. we don't. Money, keys, sometimes your phone, mm. but not Carmex. It is um, the episode. <laughs> the that episode was probably my favorite. 
interesting. They did uh, some other things on the show, and now it escapes me. Before we were talking, I remembered it, and now it's gone. The but, Romeo and Juliet one was really good, though. Yeah, it like, was really they, well done. And he was so good. Oh, the kid so from good. everybody who hates mm-hmm. Chris, we should really figure out his real name. Um, he was so He has three so names. William, Jesse, good. Williams, or Tyler? Tyler, yes, Jesse Williams yes, or something? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. He was really good, though. And it's so weird to see him. It's like, he's so grown. Yeah, he's so grown. You're like, when... It seems like he grew up so quickly. He's so cute. Yeah, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's cute. Speaking of cute, hmm. I'm about to... All the way left turn. Fashion week. Mm-hmm. So, I had to. I had to do it. A, a, just a gallery of all these cute-ass boys. Oh, I that saw walk. this. I did see this. Some of yes. these boys, Stanley, oh my God. Were really gorgeous. So I did fine. Mm-hmm. So fine. And just, it's like when you do these galleries and you have to go through all these photos and you're looking back at these photos that y'all took of your own Getty or whatever and you're like, damn, these are the fun. This was, I, the last time I had that feeling when it was when I was going through the photo gallery for the ESPYs. Oh, it's like nothing but football players. Oh, yeah. Their bodies are just like sculpted. Not even the bodies. It's just a beauty gallery about how gorgeous their little faces are. Oh, no. I saw, but there was quite, there was some of them that were showing bodies where they were sitting in those chairs getting their hair did with those smiles. Oh, they fine. I was like, I can't. The skin was just so smooth and beautiful. I think I could never be a celebrity. I'd be so boy crazy. They'd be talking about me every week. They'd be like, wait, wasn't she dating so-and-so like two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, you know she a man eater. You know what she did. You know (laughs) what she did. And I'd be like, we were not dating. We went on a date or we slept together. And that was just that. (laughs) I'd be like, no, no. Oh, they were delicious. They were delicious. (laughs) I also thought you did something that we're like jumping all over the place. But you did something a coverage of Rihanna's Diamond Ball. Was it yes. a Diamond Ball? Mm-hmm. And I looked through all the faces, and I don't know much about makeup, but I thought her makeup looked the best. The best Rihanna's. in a sense. Yes. Sensi, in a sense, baby. It looked more natural. <laughs> yes. And everyone's, people's makeup, some of those women's makeup didn't look bad, but it clearly seemed like they were married makeup. Well, yeah. Because some blended. people, the goal was to go over the top mm-hmm. and, you know... I want, you know, this green smoky eye That's or whatever. True. There's no hiding that you're wearing makeup. No, but her, even... She basically had on a red lip and some lashes. I mean, her, obviously, she had on foundation. Yeah, foundation. I thought her foundation stuff. was impeccable. Well, yeah. To me, it was, it was so and seamless. And I'm sure it was Fenty. <laughs> yeah, it looked so good. It looked, to me, it looked better than every... Because you can see a lot of those women had nice skin or they had good make, a good face. But hers just looked really, really seamless. It matched yeah, not her a crack, not so a, not well. a crevice, not a nothing could you see. Yeah. And I'm, then, of course, what started trending, Rihanna's pregnant. Oh, uh, yes, yes. So, yes. it's funny because it, it's actually jumped off from Essence. Mm-hmm. Our social team did a video with her and they were just asking oh, her it was about a great like, video. right what about mm-hmm. you know appreciation of black women and stuff and she said you know I came from a black woman who mm-hmm. came from a black woman I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have, have a, a black, black girl yeah. and then oh girl. the internet went crazy mm-hmm. and then there's videos of her performing and like that's a baby bomb mm-hmm. and I was like she did have that really conservative dress on she did <laughs> <laughs> like maybe she thought the velvet would hide it I said no Prince like, hide no. it only it's Prince like hide Only it like but that. they were, and then our social team was like she's not pregnant mm-hmm. and but everybody is just going around like you, it's everywhere. Rihanna's pregnant. Rihanna's pregnant. Yeah. I'm like I don't know what to believe. I'm gonna mind my business. It's it's. I know this. If Rihanna is pregnant, it's not my baby. So exactly. And then we will find <laughs> I, out. It ain't mine. Are so, you sure? Um, you have been traveling. Quite I'm like a bit. 97 percent sure. Okay, because it's like you've been going on quote unquote work trips, which may be work trips. Well, who knows what you're doing while you're I there? I mean, Rihanna's my baby. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
uh, if she's pregnant, good luck to her. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, I was like, yo, if she's pregnant, that's going to be a mad cute baby. Oh, it's going to be a cute oh, baby. Oh, that baby's going to be so cute. Yeah. And mm-hmm. wealthy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Oh, and she has it with that, a boyfriend. Because she does boyfriends money. Yeah. Rihanna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smart girl. Look, Serena did it. Serena got her that billionaire buddy. Mm-hmm. Janet and- did it. Who? Janet. Oh, yeah, Janet. Oh, Janet did it in the worst way. Janet seemed like, I'm going to get with you, I'm going to have a baby with you, and then we done. But I don't know why I don't think saying that. No, no, no. I, I don't, don't think, think that's what so. she did. I was just joking. I don't but think, But like, yeah. we saw Janet Jackson with Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. She was so in love. She was so, she was so in love. I don't think Janet is going, trying to get nobody. First of all, Janet doesn't think. need to get nobody for their money. Janet not only has enough money that she probably couldn't spend in a lifetime, but Janet Jackson doesn't need money in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson can trade on her name. Hey, can you send me $600,000 worth of clothes? I'm Janet fucking Jackson, and you want me wearing them. Mm -hmm. Here you go, Miss Jackson. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think she needs Like, the only thing I think Janet Jackson would ever need money for is a house. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I'm sure she has one, and she's straight. Yeah, But anything else Janet Jackson needs in this world, she could trade on her name for and never have a dime. Mm -hmm. So, I think she's good. No, I was joking. I I mean, she got that 500 mil, but... (laughs) Hold up, did she? Well, that's what they said. That was the rumor. But I also don't think that that's true either. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, um, no. Yeah, because my thing is also <laughs> People who have a lot of money like that didn't get it by being dumb. Yeah. And if Janet wanted a baby, she probably could have just did it by <laughs> surrogacy. I mean, maybe she didn't initially want to do that. She was with someone and she's like, hey, let's have a baby. Right. But I'm She was sure. also like 52. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was... <laughs> Up there, right. past the geriatric pregnancy. Yes, and well, it's, it's geriatric just at, after a certain point. Yeah, after She's like also, 35. Janet Jackson's also really small, mm-hmm. and she carried really big with that baby. Yeah. So, and when she was on bed rest for most of the pregnancy, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she that's what she was in like London or something. Oh, and wow. it was like, that wasn't an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy decision to make it to put your body through. Mm-hmm. So, for everybody to be walk, running around here talking about, oh, Janet had that baby, so she get them millions. First of all, Janet had millions. Mm-hmm. Second of all, that was her life. Her life could have been engraved in yeah, and the baby from that pregnancy. Yeah. Right. So let's stop it. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see a bunch of pictures of that baby, though. We've only seen one. Just a couple. Yeah. And you know oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he's cute. Ooh, that's a cute little baby. Yeah. And yeah. now, what is he like, almost two now? I don't know. Oh, three or something. DJ Khaled's wife is also pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh, what's yeah. What's his name? Asan. He about to have a sibling. Oh, that's Ooh, cute. boy. He seems like he's very into his baby. So he's that's good. so into that. He's like the executive producer on all his albums. <laughs> like, that is hilarious. He I did not know that. Blue Ivy did. I did not Child, know that. Yes. That is smart. He's like, oh, my baby's yes. going to get this money. I know that's right. That is He really... did it better than um, Aunt Becky from Full House. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> you, want, you want money for your kids' college education? Make them the executive producer on your album. Yes. Don't try to goddamn bribe the school. <laughs> and then, you know, Felicity Hoffman, she was sentenced. She was sentenced to 14 days. <laughs> Here's the thing. So... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because like, it's good for her. But I at least give Felicity Huffman that when she got caught, she was like, okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. I played myself. I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I was a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she only got the 14 days. Yes. Which is bullshit because she should have got like a year. Yeah, and they even said it's though she, be less. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even though she admitted it and she apologized, she still did it. She still did it. And yeah. she didn't know and it was wrong and she should have really fucking paid the price. Mm-hmm. So she should have got a year, at least a year. Mm-hmm. 
I hope they bury Aunt Becky under the goddamn jail. Oh my God. Because she's being so stubborn and really digging her heels in mm-hmm. and insisting that she's going to not cop to the bullshit she did. And then her disloyal ass daughter... <laughs> turned around like yeah turned around like you ruined my life mom and like now she so now it's turmoil in the family but it's like that's cause you ain't raised your kids right mm-hmm. but, and then you you went so hard for your daughter that you about to serve time because you were trying to get her dumb ass into college cause she couldn't do it the right way <laughs> and <laughs> and she turned around and shaded you Mm-mm. oh I you just I need, I need you them should to, punch her on her face right, when you see her right but she also should have went the Felicity Huffman route. And so I need them to bury Aunt Becky under the jail just so she could learn two things here. Number one, you played yourself. So you needed to cop to it when you got caught. And number two, don't go so hard for your ungrateful little mm-hmm. ass kids that you clearly ain't raised right. No. <laughs> but hold up. So just so obviously I didn't know that she was not. She is not saying that she's guilty. No, she's she, pled, she pled not guilty. All right. Well, good oh, yeah. we'll see what oh, happens. We'll oh, see yeah, how this yeah, plays yeah. out. I really hope they they really give it to her. Mm, mm. <laughs> Any well, I can't even touch that. That's, Felicity Huffman is going to do twenty four hours. Yeah, because Josh was telling me that for every four days that you do in good standing or something, they take off a day. So she's going to do twenty four hours yeah. and then get time served in jail. Yeah, and then get out and be like, on probation. Yeah, and then she'll get time served in her served. palatial mansion. Uh, you listen that, no that her probation will include nothing but oh yeah you need to actually talk to your um your what's your PO before you go to Ibiza for vacation in Italy I oh, mean God. Ibiza in Italy <laughs> Ibiza in the summer <laughs> Ibiza Italy Ibiza. we should go there yeah we should that's go there. where I'm vacationing this it's winter it's supposed to be a wonderful Ibiza, place Ibiza Italy <laughs> I heard it is fabulous it is that uh, yeah you don't need any money <laughs> oh my gosh I can't even imagine I can't even imagine but yes, yeah, so uh, so we gonna talk about this Millie Gilbert thing. Yes, yes. I was also going to talk about yeah. There's just a lot happening. Yeah, there's. Oh, a lot. you went to DragCon. I went to DragCon um, last weekend. It was really quick. Uh, we can talk about that really quickly because I was only there for like an hour and a half. It's it was from ten to four, and Josh and I, Josh, who's become a huge, huge fan of Drag Race. And so we went, and my main thing was, it was like, I know, I had heard that Rue was not going to have a booth in the mm-hmm. traditional sense where she was going to sit down and you had to, like, um, you know, you could speak with her and get her autograph. But Josh and I came, and then, first of all, when and it was at the Javits Center, mm-hmm. they had this huge, they had two separate events there. So we get in, and there's all these black people. And then, like, all, and I was like, there's a lot of black people here. <laughs> but, like, Bunch of straight black men in uh, drag, no, huh? Sh- they were like, <laughs> I was like, this seems a little... But, like, not black people, like, our age. Like, there were a lot of old black church women. Oh, and I said, what is funny. going on? And then they were with a lot of black men. But mainly, it was a lot of And females. then it turned out to be, like, an HBCU oh, like, they, conference. What was it called? Like, a, I don't remember the name of the event, but something sister to sister or something like that. So many black women who look like they go to church every day <laughs> with their daughters every and day. their kids. Like, and, you know, Too it, bad you weren't looking for a good black uh, woman. Shaw. And, then, and then amongst that, like, cause Josh and I was like, I think we're, I know we're in the right place, but is it at another entrance? And then you could see like the little sprinkles of like people who were dressed in drag, guys <laughs> with booty shorts on, walking around. <laughs> it was... <laughs> My favorite is the bathroom, right? Oh, where my gosh. Like, Can you imagine? When, when you see somebody go to the bathroom with this old church lady, and they're like, 
I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you have a mint or something? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> she ain't thinking nothing about their like, booty shorts or their whatever. She's like, here you go, honey. I didn't see any stares from any of the black women that were there, but I walked in first and I was like, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable. Oh, oh, somebody's ashy. Oh, baby, your booty's a little mm-hmm. ashy. Here's some, Here's some Vaseline. Here's some Vaseline. She got so Because you many. know she got Vaseline. Oh, you know she got purse. Vaseline in her purse. So many church ladies just mingling with these drag queens. Oh, that's funny. Would you say it was the type of place that if you were a good black man looking for a good black woman that you should go? Oh, yes. But you was like going to meet somebody mama. Yeah, you're going to meet somebody mama. And then you don't know what the daughter look like. Yeah, if you are, exactly. <laughs> if you are an old, or maybe you're a young black man and you're looking for a good black woman, you want right. to go there to meet the mothers. Exactly that's what, what I'm saying, saying, yeah. Yeah, then that's a good look. That's a good look. Because <laughs> you're a good church going mm-hmm. guy, oh, fearing so, good black man. You know these women were going to church. It was Saturday, the women were going to church the next day, and they and they felt so good. They were out here mingling with all these other black people women, and they were like, oh, honey, I feel so fulfilled today. They're going to thank the Lord for that time they got today. It was very much like you now, just Now, I ain't like, going to say nothing about all those you-know-whats that was walking around. <laughs> like, I just prayed for their soul. And I prayed for them. I just sister. kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Ruth. It, it was... It was Pray for them. Yeah, Ruth. It, it was really funny. But the, the drag con was good. I saw some... I didn't see a lot of my favorites, but I saw some people who looked good. But Bob Mangie, wasn't there. Bob wasn't there. Okay, well, then... Banji's line was crazy. Something. It was um because I my main goal it, it would have been perfect if Bob was there Bianca was there oh, you know Bob, people, even Katya wasn't Alaska there Alaska would have been Alaska me. none of those none of those um none nah, of those queens nah. were there but I saw Banji <laughs> um, Brooklyn Heights Banji's line was insane and it was like for it was from ten to four and I know that they were set scheduled to be there at certain times during right. um, for signage but Banji's line was insane and my coworker who did had she stay the whole time. I, I think she did. My coworker who had been got there around eleven or twelve said that Vanjie's line was insane when she was there, and she was there for like three or four hours. Mm. And she's like, Vanjie's line was insane. And we saw, <laughs> so we didn't get to see Vanjie, but I saw her. But I did. Um, Josh and I posed with Michelle because in order to see the queens to meet them, you had to buy spend at least thirty dollars <laughs> on their done. merch. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Which like, is like it's really smart, but it's also like mm, yeah, you're kind of like really okay. I paid to get in here, right? And then, right, because uh, you paid to get in, so mm-hmm. it's like. Compare that to like Sephora, right? Mm-hmm. You pay to get in, and you just go to like all the different um, brands, mm-hmm. and they have these brand experiences. And they had some really cool activations, mm-hmm. and then they give out free products and stuff. And then there's a gift bag. There was like yeah. a general admission gift bag and a VIP gift bag, and it has more product in it. Yeah, and like that was it. You didn't have to do anything extra once you were inside. Mm-hmm. And then they had all these um, contests and things. It was like win a year's worth of product. You know, of course they 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 they're doing a lot of um cap uh capturing mm-hmm. right. So they're getting like your info. They're getting your info. You have to follow them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So they're they're building their followings. You have to tag them. You have to give your email stuff yes. like that, which is smart. That's what mm-hmm. brands do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like that's free acquisition. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know how much yeah. it, it costs to acquire consumers and whatever. Oh Lord, oh, you I can't, can't imagine. imagine. You're just spending all that money on right. advertising. So they pay all this me. money to do these activations. It needs to pay off, but on the consumer end, it's supposed to feel seamless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you don't pay once you've gotten it. No, you don't pay. I think what the it is because long, yeah, but I think a part of it, I'm pretty sure, is because they probably have to pay the money. They probably have to pay a portion, some money to be a part of DragCon. Right. They build you the booths to build the sets. You always but do. But you think, and then what are they really? 
getting back in return from that. Right, because they're, they're not a, a brand. Yeah, they're not a brand. It's like they're meeting their fans, but what are they getting back? So I guess the way that they can make money or at least to come it's out. merch. Yeah, it's merch, which is fine. But I'm also like, well, do you have to have, Do you if you have good merch, I'm going to want to get it. Why do I need to buy your merch in order to get a picture with you? But um, in all honesty, though, like as much as it seems shitty to me, mm-hmm. everybody does it. I, I mean, at yeah. least back in the day, it was a huge thing. I remember my friend was obsessed with, with uh, Diddy. Mm-hmm. He was puffy back then. Mm-hmm. And Macy's had a meet Diddy event. But you had to buy That's at true. least, what was it, $50 mm. to, to actually get in the line to, to go up and have him autograph your paper or whatever. I guess that makes sense, and yeah. she bought a Sean John tank top. That shit was like 60 bucks. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was like, well, girl, I'm going to wait over here for you. Cause well, Josh and I. I ain't spent... that pressing. I ain't got no money. <laughs> Josh and I spent $90 on Ruth merch. <laughs> <laughs> because I got two t shirts. And they didn't have the ones that I wanted. I wanted one more. And I was like, I, want, I got a white one. But anyway, we got $90. And then we spent um, maybe $60 at Michelle Visage. So that was good. And she was lovely. Yeah. We saw Michelle. We got to take pictures well, of her. Her really good. Yeah, her face her was beat. Her always beat. And she, she's, I didn't realize how tiny was she, she was. She was oh, really tiny. Little? She was sitting on the, oh. yeah, she's like 5'2 or something. Oh my God. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have told me Yeah, that. she was sitting. I don't imagine she was sitting her Maybe she's little. like 5'3", five, 5'5", but she's small. She was sitting on the. I don't imagine her small. Yeah, wow. she was in, and, we, and then Josh is like, your face is always beat. And then I'm like, I love you guys. And Josh is like, you were going on and on. But I wasn't going on and on, but I was very excited to see how I was just telling her how much I love her because I listen to their podcast often but she was very sweet she was talking about our wedding and she was like this is what you guys should do and Josh is leaving she, she said Josh smells really good he was wearing Santel Josh is like Michelle wanted to spend more time with us did you see how much time she spent with us versus the guys who were before us she loves us she's our new friend we need to find a way to get it like she's he was so in y'all head is yeah. she gonna be invited to your wedding oh she yeah Josh would if he could he keeps saying he was cheesy like his face was like lit up he was so excited I do love how he's become so interested in drag con but it was yeah. really cool to just see the show and they were like kids they had a kids section babe like i guess <laughs> nannies. that's interesting they had a kids section where they just watched their children yeah. like kids were playing and like that's smart like, play- yeah like not everybody can find somebody to watch their kids yeah and it's like what should we not bring our kids to the drag mm-hmm. like the drag convention why not yeah it was really cool and they were smaller vendors who were doing their own things companies who were selling stuff mm-hmm. and then they had the main stage where Rue had dj that and they had like I saw the guy from Mean Girls. Was it Mean Girls? Daniel Francesi. Who, who, the guy, the only, the gay guy in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. He was there. Right. And I saw all, you know, some of the major drag queens. So it was a good show. I think if I went next time, I would go early enough right. so that maybe I could see Rue and uh, get some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to talk about Malik Yoko. Okay, let's talk we about We can't Malik. not talk about Malik Yoko. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hit it. Hit I'll it. let you take this one. Well, I don't. The funny thing is, I don't know how long ago this came out. Apparently, they have been Malik Yoba recently um, sat down with the Breakfast Club uh-huh. and also um, went uh, sort of posted on his um, his social media about how he was. Uh, how should I say, uh, a lover of all women, right. and that includes trans, trans women. women. And, you know, he got some praise from the community and some backlash, and then he sat down with the Breakfast Club recently. And talk to them about why he felt like it was necessary for him to come forward. And also they brought in um, two other, um, one trans um, celebrity who was a part of Drag Race, mm-hmm. Carmen Carrera. Carmen Carrera. And then another um, woman named Nia Nyla Simone. I don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And they had this gentleman from the National Black Justice Coalition, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And they sort of do a lot of work around um, LGBT. 
T Q I A I A. Yeah, you know, yeah, questioning. All the yeah, all, all the letters. All the letters. And, uh, you know, around people Just looking at HIV. Yes, of course. And that plus. way, it's, it's, we didn't forget yeah, anybody. Yeah, we included everyone. I should really <laughs> learn that. And, uh,. <laughs> It's sad that you don't. It's it, like, it, well, because it's changed since I was... Uh, LGBTQIA+. Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad that well, one of us knows it. That's important. I and uh, <laughs> and so, anyways, he was just really talking about, you know, because people were questioning him, like, why do you feel like this is necessary? And for him, he felt like it was... He said, I felt like I'm stepping up. He says, I felt like it was necessary because of all the violence that's happening around trans, um, trans women. Mm-hmm. But he feels like... He knows a lot of people. He's like, I'm not going to name any names. There's a lot of people in the industry who I know who are, who have friends, who are lovers, who have even harmed, you know, trans people, trans women. And he's like, I'm stepping forward because I guess basically he finds, he doesn't see an issue with it. Mm-hmm. And he still considers himself trans, heterosexual. A lot of people were questioning his sexuality. Right. But him, you already know that's going to happen, which is why yes. a man is not going to say, mm-hmm. yes, I love trans women. Yes. Of course. And yeah. And then for him, he's just like, listen, I, I love the person. If someone, I guess, he didn't say this, but if someone presents himself as a woman, then he's just like, I'm interested. But then... I know that there is, because for a long time there have been rumors about this, him involved with trans women. I know that there had been, for him, he felt like he needed to do it in secrecy. So I'm pretty sure, what's the word I should use? All trans women aren't as easy, they don't pass as easily. So I'm pretty sure that there's sort of an attraction that he has Two women who are right, trans, which is fine. Trans, which not is which just is like, oh, that's a woman. Yeah, it's like he sees someone, and he's like, she's trans. Yeah, what's up with her? And and I think that's fine. Yep. I think that's fine. But I, I do. But but own it. <laughs> yes, but own it. But and own I get it. why he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right, I get why he wouldn't be like, nah, she's trans. I love it. That's my preference. Mm-hmm. I loves me a trans woman, and he wants to just group them all in as women. Yeah. And and I feel like it's fine to say she's a woman. It's, yeah. it's like I find to say she's a woman, but sometimes there is vis- visibly I think sometimes you can tell and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I feel a little bad for saying that. Is that wrong? No, I don't cuz also remember we were talking about we um that comment that he made. It was something like, you know, I love people for oh, their yeah, soul, for, their soul. for the person that they, you know, for who they are and I'm like that's nice to say, mm-hmm. but that's bullshit in context mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking, you can't deny that there's something about physical attributes that that draws you. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, it's like if somebody's like, oh, I'm into dark-skinned guys. You don't know shit about a dark-skinned man's soul mm-hmm. until you gotten to know him. Mm-hmm. But you saw him from across the room like, who was that fine chocolate man over there? Mm-hmm. That was all about a physical attraction yeah. that drew you. Because dark-skinned men don't have different souls than light-skinned men. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, true. that's true. So let's not, like, like let's call not, it what it is. Yeah, there are some and physical think, sort of things that you look for. But absolutely. I, and I think that it's, like I just think that it's just a bullshit statement in context of what we're saying but I understand mm-hmm. why because he's just gonna get more dragged mm-hmm. than he already is because the memes come out within seconds mm-hmm. you like we've already seen them like yeah. the ones it's like Malik when Malik Yoba tells you oh I got some girls coming over and then it, it cuts to Spongebob mm-hmm. like with that like nah he's leaving <laughs> and it was just like yeah cause that's pretty much the day and age that we live in now yeah. so I get why you like I, like he came out, but he still sidestepped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it's one of those things where it's like 
I would just hope we can get to the point where people can just say those things and not feel like they have to explain themselves. Yeah, they don't Where he didn't have to say, you know, because it's not about, like, trans women are women and, you know, I love all women Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's about who the person is. And it's like, no, you could just be like, she got this certain physical attribute that I noticed was different and then I saw a trend and a consistency and realized... (laughs) Oh, okay. I like a certain type of woman, mm-hmm. and that's totally fucking you know, so, fine. And, and it and it doesn't mean that he doesn't Unless like it's white women. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm wow, wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like not like women who were born when born with cisgender. cisgender cisgender women, and also too like just um, it, it doesn't mean that they are trans not trans women who look who you probably it would be harder to tell that they had transitioned. You know, like it's Janet Mock. Who, oh, you know, I didn't know Janet Mock was transgender well, for so long. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I, I, I guess I did it because I had seen her in pictures and I didn't know who she was. I agree. I had seen her in pictures and then it was, I saw her book and I was like, oh, she's trans. And she even talks about that experience about how sort of she had transitioned, I think, when she was after 18 or maybe 18 or 20, she had transitioned. <clears throat> and for her, she had always, I think, looked more feminine as right. a boy. And she, her experience <laughs> with other trans people and sort of saying, okay, well, some people say it's easier for her because she can blend in easier as as, as a trans mm-hmm. as a trans woman. And I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that happens. Yeah, you know? Indian Moore. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, she's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's been in a lot of instances where no one knew that yeah. she was a trans woman, a yeah. transgender woman, and it was like, oh, what else? But I'm sure that also gets you into a lot of trouble. Oh my god, certain gosh. situations as well where. You know, it's what's the line or like, how do you do this dance? And he interested and I'm interested, but I know that he don't know. And Mm -hmm. how do I say that? And then am I going to get punched in my face? And I'm not transgender, so I can't speak on what that experience is like. But I can't even imagine that it's like, oh, yes, it might seem like it's easier because I look more like a woman than you do. Mm -hmm. But I got a whole different set of struggles. And and they have to. And I think then it becomes a no one can say what they should do, because if it it comes down to it, it comes comes down to your safety. Because trans women are being murdered. Right. And it's like, well, I don't know if I tell, reveal this to the person, are they going to react violently to me? Right. So you have to, it's just like, that's a whole different ball game in in trying to navigate love life and thinking, oh, this can go left real quick. Which is why it's like, I think it is important for people to be honest about, you know, their love for and just to step up. Because I think this is, not to be like it's admirable of Malik Yoba, but something something along those lines. I think, yeah. (laughs) Because... Um, especially as a black man, as a to black step man. up and just be like, "Yep, I like this thing, mm-hmm. but I like this. I like these women, and it is what it is." And you know, great. And then maybe somebody else might be like, "Yeah, you know what? I do too." Mm-hmm. But it, it, I think it definitely creates a a conversation around. Okay, now we can have a safe space. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, all right, if more men were to just come out and say it then it doesn't create a mystery of, am I going to get punched in the face? Exactly. Once I, you know, once it comes up Mm -hmm. or if I feel like I need to reveal, like if I'm cisgender or transgender. Mm -hmm. I agree. And then to him, I mean, he's not like the biggest black actor out there, but for the most part, a lot of us know. And he was also on New York Undercover and coming from that being kind of. And then he was on Empire. Empire. Would you say at one point he was like a quasi sex? No. No. 
Like, I, I mean, no, because I, I'm not even trying to, like, shade him. Malik Yoba was always uh, very understood as, like, a handsome black a handsome man. A handsome man, but not a black sex But I don't think he ever had, like, an image of, like, sex okay, symbolism. Okay, okay, no. good. Like, a good, I agree with what you're saying. He yeah. wasn't, like, a, no, a large chest man. Right, right, right. Was right. He was never, cake, like, the, that, Even like, on his scale. Right, it wasn't, like, Michael B. Jordan. Like, when mm-hmm. you would say, like... Oh, so and so, girl. Like, oh no, there was some of that, but never on that level of. I don't think sex symbolism. I, I don't agree. think sex symbol, and I think Billy Yoba. I think handsome black man for sure, I and I think everyone would agree with that. That especially during New York Undercover, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. like you was here for some Malik Yoba, mm-hmm. Detective mm-hmm. Williams. It's good. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but happy. Uh, yeah, but I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good for Billy Gilbert. I do, and I'm glad he did that. And I liked how they did it. I haven't watched the interview, but I read about it, and some of, and I liked the fact that they had other trans women on the show Mm -hmm. who were speaking to this. And, and and having this conversation and because I think that because it can get because I think if they would have had the Breakfast Club would have had it with just him then you know there were going to be jokes or, I, I mean they could be jokes but I think jokes that are a bit unsensitive and also speaking to things that he he as a cisgendered man couldn't speak to right and like, also things that they might have said that would have made him uncomfortable but that he wouldn't have said anything about mm-hmm. sitting there by himself exactly with this crew mm-hmm. right and then having that you know, tossed at him. I agree. Whereas it was like him and these two, three other people. Mm-hmm. And then also the the hosts. Yeah. Where it's like, no, it's kind of an even playing field I agree. in this room. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> we all gonna watch our mouths. <laughs> but we're gonna be honest. Yeah. Well, let's Which have an honest conversation, but also like, yeah, not come for each mm-hmm. other. Because it's not necessary. Like, what is the point of the conversation? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you've ever seen shows where it's like you had someone on your show so you can come for them? Wow, you're a psychopath. It, it seems crazy. <laughs> I feel like that's how Bethany Frankel, like, she oh, had that, that talk yes. show. She mm-hmm. had, like, Omarosa on the show. Mm-hmm. And, and she, like, a lot of people are not a fan of Omarosa, but Omarosa was right. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, so you basically had her on the show just so you could come for her. And then she bust you all the way down. Mm-hmm. Like, you look stupid. And yeah. I hope you feel just as On your own you show. And, and it's like, now you owe her $10,000. Yeah. And on your home <laughs> coin. It's like, don't do that. Someone, they're a guest. And, you know, mm-hmm. you can do that in another way that is... Have a Twitter fight. Like, Donald Yeah, have Trump. a Twitter fight. <laughs> I'll bring it up and it'd be a conversation. Though. Like, this is the problem I have with you. Can you talk to me about it? And backstage, if y'all want to yell at each other and hash it out. But don't do that on national nah, television. people are petty. Yeah, and, and because you know that your audience also is going to support you. So you have this person, you know, you're conf- confronting them about it. And the audience is like, get her, Bethany, get her. And it's like, that's right, not the way. Right, exactly. Where the audience is there fair. for you, so they're backing you up. Yeah. And you got, what, 400 people sitting in here... Coming at this person, mm-hmm. okay. It's like no, it's a little result. It's maybe a hundred. Yeah, but home, but she held her own. She's like, I don't care about the audience. Oh, Amarosa don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, Amarosa don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she called her out, and they made a little wager, mm-hmm. and she was like, I will give you ten thousand dollars if I said that. She was like, Don't give it to me. You can donate that money to my church. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they Bethany's researchers. They did their little homework during the commercial break. Turned out Bethany was wrong. Mm. Amarosa was right. Bethany had said some foul ass shit about her mm-hmm. in the newspapers. Oh, so what did she when they it came back from commercial break or whatever and they uh-huh. said that I and they had it. it they had the proof and then what did she say what did it Beth- was something that oh no, no, like no. when she when oh she, she was like okay I was wrong mm-hmm. I was wrong I did say it yeah Amarosa's like right because what y'all always trying to do is make me the angry black person mm-hmm. the angry black woman and that's not always the case. So, run me my check. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and on that note, Rubby we got to go. Yes. <laughs> if you like this episode, yes. rate us, subscribe, subscribe, follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Black Hipster Podcast. You can also shoot us an email yes. and slide in our DMs. Um, but shoot <laughs> us an email if you have any comments, questions. Yes. We're at Black Hipster Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram at Always Fashion Week. Don't really follow me anywhere else on um, social media because I don't pay attention to yeah. those accounts. No Facebook. Yes. And then follow me at Sandra W on Instagram. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Mm-hmm. And then until next week. Bye. bye.